This episode is brought to you by Command Creative Studios. Looking to jump into the podcast world and start making your own content? Command Creative Studios is your one-stop shop for professional podcasts. With a team of audio engineers, music composers, and graphic designers, Command Creative Studios can get your podcast sounding professional as well as looking professional with custom music and artwork that's designed for your creative vision. Command Creative Studios also offers editing, mixing, as well as uploading your content to all major podcast services. For more information, please visit commandcreativestudios.com. That's commandcreativestudios.com. I don't know what the next step is with something like this, but if I lower my gun, we didn't hurt you, so you don't hurt us, right? That's right. That's a weird fucking tone, man. That's just the way he sounds. He has an asshole voice. Joe, tell him he's okay. Everything is great. Dude. Fuck. <laughs> Right, episode five. Let's get into our deep dive. Max, how we feeling? Feeling great, man. How are you, man? Doing good, doing good. Uh, thanks again to our Patreon producer, Knight Rider One Sixty Nine. You're an amazing human being. You want to start us off, Max? I think you got. Some, yeah, uh... we got a segment before we get dive into this episode. We got our Easter egg housekeeping segment, which is actually sponsored by. Tess and Joel Rat Jerky. Ever been hungry during a zombie apocalypse? Well, Tess and Joel's Exotic City Rat Jerky is just the fix you need. Cured to perfection with the flavors of exotic cities such as Boston, Kansas City, and New York. It's just what you need during this harsh times. So look out for them wherever zombies are presence that would be a great sponsor to have yeah. so if you ever want to sponsor one of our segments this was a, obviously a nice example of one yeah this you know feel free to contact us at uh info at rotcherbrainmedia.com yeah so that's, that's pretty that's i our... need that jerky <laughs> <laughs> the new york jerky would be extra large I like you, just, you didn't even tell me you were doing that you just like sprung yeah i wanted to see your your natural reaction to that wonderful sponsor mm. but now to the housekeeping all right so um you know we talked about why the episode was called um please hold to my hand so one of our great supporters um I call her the video game aficionado okay. for The Last of Us. Blonde at Blondie Sheep, Aaron at Blondie Sheep. Definitely worth a follow. She she posts a lot of great stuff on The Last of Us video games. I think she's playing it for like the umpteenth time. So right. she always has great like uh things. And I know you're playing it too. Yeah. So she 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 let us know that that is actually um a line from a Hank Williams song called Alone and Forsaken that Joel and Eddie Ellie play in the car. And the actual full line is, Oh Lord, if you hear me, please hold on, hold to my hand. Oh, please understand. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I'm shocked that Mark didn't get that one. <laughs> yeah. So it's an old Hank Williams song. Okay. We talked about food, um, especially with um, 
with Bill. So, and I, I ended up going back and she also mentioned that he was planting. There's a scene in the montage where right. he pulls out the carrot. Right, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you I know, meant to, I did, I went back and I watched that. I, I, I meant too, to say I that. saw that too. And I was like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, um, in, in the game, when you're talking about infecting animals mm -hmm. in the game, the fireflies infect monkeys with cordyceps to study the fungus growth, but the monkeys don't turn into infected creatures. Um, there was also um, early designs of dogs that were infected by Naughty Dog, but they never went past the um, early stages. Early of test phase. Probably too Resident Evil. That's yeah, a, that's a big Resident Evil thing, too, yeah. Too so they never made it to the game. So that's still a thing. Like maybe it's really only in humans. Um, the animals are not, you know, really infected. Um, another, uh, there's a couple of nice Easter eggs, um, in this episode. I don't want to, do you want to go through those? You know, I only have like two so yeah, far. We'll bring them right up there. Throw them out right now. Um, at the end, the backpack that, um, Ellie drops and Sam picks up, um, which was Sam's backpack is actually the same backpack from the game. Oh, okay. Um, that brown, um, backpack. So right. when you see him walking away, it's the same same backpack. And then the the other Easter egg that I wanted to really talk about on Sunday, we mentioned it, but you have a lot more information on it because you're replaying these these kind of scenes after yeah. the game. And that's Ish, which is actually in the game. Joel, when they go into the underground community, he right. sees a picture that a kid drew of Ish, the protector or something it's like that. It's Danny and Ish, the uh, Danny, protectors. Yeah. The protectors. Yeah. So um, um, that's pulled directly from the game right. but in the game there's a far more um there's backstory and i'll let you fill fill everybody in on that one yeah so in the game i mean i'll do this as fast as possible yeah. but um in the game at or once uh joel and ellie they jump uh, off the bridge they jump off of a bridge from pittsburgh and they yeah. end up on shore where uh sam and henry kind of save them and they're they decide that they're going to go through the sewers to get to their destination in the game which is a radio tower to meet up with uh, Henry and Sam's crew. Uh, but before then, on the shore, Joel and Ellie find a ship. And on the ship, um, there's a note on the ship. And it basically, it says from Ish. Yeah. Um, I, he, he describes how he's, he's been out to sea for X amount of time. I can't remember what it was. And he's decided that he's got to come to shore now and figure out what's been happening with life. Because when the... when I guess the outbreak happened. He jumped on his boat and took off. And so now he, he comes back because the boat's deteriorating. He, um, is shipwrecked on the shore and you then find another place in the sewers where he's kind of held, like he's been kind of hiding living, out, living. Out. he found a yeah. place to live and stuff. And he's kind of, you know, he, another note says what's, what he's been doing, how he's met with people and they're all trying to kill him. <laughs> there's another note where he met these people that he can actually trade with and then he's going to try to like be friends with them. And then you, once you actually get into the underground community, you find other notes from him where I think he's got like, it sounds like, or implying that he's in a relationship with somebody, um, that he's, he's now a part of this community. Yeah. And then there's another room where I believe it's Danny that's in the room. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I could probably go back and, yeah. and, and fine tune this, uh, later on another episode. Where he writes the thing that says, uh, if uh, there's infected out front, I'm held in here with the kids. Yeah. Uh, if it comes to it, I'll make sure they don't suffer. And then you see a body uh, or a blanket with a bunch of kids underneath it. And so it looks like Danny had to kill them because he didn't want them to suffer and get yeah. infected and stuff. And then 
Fast forward, you find another note from Ish outside after you go through this entire part in the game where he does survive with uh, someone else. And, and that's the last note that I found of his. I wonder if they're going to keep pushing, push, you know, have more Ish um, Easter eggs in coming episodes. I wouldn't think so. I think this yeah. is going to be self-contained. I think yeah. just because they only showed that one thing. Because yeah. also even this community, because in the game, it's a pretty big community that, community that you see. It's a, it's a, it's a decent part. Like you yeah. see where they're living, like where their food supply is, you know, showers, bathrooms. Like you see like the whole thing. Where in this in this show, you only see this one little small area. Yeah, they didn't go explore. Yeah, what else? Was Which is down kind there. of disappointing because it's it's such a big part in the game. But I just throw that out there really fast. Um, if but, I if yeah. I missed anything, feel free to message us. Um, but but, that's, but thank you, Blondie Sheep, for uh, some of the great um, tidbits there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. I had one more thing that I made a mistake on. I think in the part in the episode I said mm-hmm. that you don't find out that Sam is deaf until they're in the attic. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. You actually see that Sam's deaf in the very first scene of the of the episode when Sam and Henry are hiding. He Henry's t- speaking to him in oh, sign yeah, language. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I made a mistake on that. Frederick I want to throw guy. that out that I okay. made a mistake there. <laughs> so let's let's now deep dive right into the episode. Yeah. Well, we got, got a couple, couple of scenes. Yeah, right? we got a couple of scenes we want to pull. So the opening scene, which you already listened to, which is. Uh, uh, Henry talking to Joel and Ellie when they are uh, Joel gets woken up. Yeah. Uh, Henry just kind of saying like this, you know, I'm kind of new at this, but uh, like I haven't killed you, so I'm gonna lower my weapon. We're gonna be all cool. And Joel has like his his demeanor, his yeah. uh, voice, tough guy, his tough guy voice. And Ellie just kind of says, "No, it's just how he talks." You know, everyone just gotta be chill. <laughs> I just thought that was a fun way to kind of open the show because it's gonna be so focused on obviously these two pairs yeah, and you know, them getting out of Kansas city and then ultimately what happens at the end. So we're now hitting spoiler alerts as far as what happens in the show. Yes. Um, so if you've not watched this show, but you're listening to the podcast for the first time, you should probably stop and go watch the show. Cause now we're going to really dive into a bunch of like a couple of key scenes. All right. So one of the first scenes I want to talk about is Kathleen talking to, her prisoners, really. Yeah. Um, the collaborators. Collaborators. So I just want to pull this scene and we'll talk about it. You know, Perry, I used to be so scared of these people. Now look at them. Did it feel good? Betraying your neighbors to Fedra? Watching us get thrown in prison? Watching us hang? So that you could get medicine, alcohol, fucking apples? Did it make you feel better? Did it make you feel safe? How does it make you feel now? Hmm. Little bit of little bit of tood. Oh. <laughs> and that very end pissed. line. How does it make you feel now? Yeah. Well, we, we we learned that, you know, Tess had spent like that one night or one day in Fedra lockup when they thought she was staying. So it's not only that they always executed Hang. Sometimes they're in prison, and she mentions that sure. in prisons people for, you know, specific period of time. I'm sure it can't be for too long. I think it's probably a short period of time or hanging. There's no, like, in-between. There's no... There's no way to support like. Are you talking uh, about in Kansas City or in Fedra? Fedra in general. Well, I you think... can't like house somebody like yo. You're gonna do 20 years for whatever because who's that's that's mouths to feed and and, right. and things to take care of. It's literally like oh, it, I'm I'm assuming it's like there's a week punishment here or hanging. Yeah, if you go past a certain time, yeah, yeah. It's straight straight, it's death penalty. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously. 
Kansas City was more, it seems like it was more. the most corrupt yeah. out of all yeah. of Fedra. If, you know, Fedra is actually corrupt everywhere else. I don't think we actually know that for sure in Boston if they're corrupt, except for the guy who's trading well, <laughs> uh, with Joel. So I don't maybe know if we it's do. Cor- maybe corrupt is the wrong word. Harsh. I, because, Harsh. Because even Joel mentioned in this, you know, that he doesn't deal with collaborators. So obviously there's collaborators in the Boston one. Right. And yeah. we witnessed them hanging people in Boston. Right. So I think all of them have to be to deal with people. It's 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 an extreme form of martial law. Um, I don't know if it's you want to call it corruption, you know, maybe, you know, raping and, and, and abusing food um, rations, because that was part of the problem in the is, you know, the rapings and maybe not feeding people or giving the right rations and things like that. Yeah. That could be corrupt, but their their methods are more harsh than corrupt. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's how I view Fredra. Yeah. In the show. An overall show or just in no, Kansas in this show. City? In, in this show, oh, okay. overall, yeah. Right. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think, it, it, they, you know, Joel mentions Kansas City was, he knows, he heard Kansas City was pretty bad. Which is kind of like, like then why are you going to Kansas City? Yeah, why are you driving into Kansas City? You tell me there wasn't a route to go around, <laughs> around Kansas City? Yeah, are you that big of a hurry? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> so so I, I expect, I'm surprised it was Kansas City. Like, I would think places and not to make uh, offend anybody but like a federal in texas i would assume would be really really harsh or anywhere in the deep south would be kind of rough sure new york probably would be extreme but i'm expecting new york to be full of there's no way to contain new york outside of nuking it because so many people are on top of each other other, yeah there's no way to survive (laughs) or build any kind of right you know qc zone there but right keep going yeah yeah well so the reason why I pulled uh, the this uh, take from Kathleen, it's a, it sets up obviously the episode. Yeah. But the way that she delivers this whole scene, like she is very vindictive. It seems like uh, throughout this entire episode, for she just has one thing on her mind, which Vengeance. is get Henry. And this leads into us seeing how she does not care about anybody else really, except for her ultimate goal, which is to get yeah. back at Henry. And there's there's something that I'm going to bring up later on, which is like the time where I feel that um, her brother died and for mm-hmm. like the, the, the time spanning between her brother dying and then when this revolution actually happened, I feel like it was a long time and I'll mm-hmm. bring that up later. But if it was a long time, she's definitely holding on to this to a point where it's like, I want, I want to get Henry for sure. But she could have, if she had this whole group put together as far as like her, I guess uh, her revolution, her, Mm -hmm. um, you know, her uprising uprising and stuff. Why weren't these people picked off before? Or like, because if if your goal is just to been to get to Henry from the very beginning, how could you have not gotten to Henry prior to this? You know what I mean? So were all these guys in a safe zone because they were ratting on people? So that's why her people couldn't get to them to find out where Henry was? Or it was just, I feel like it was like thinking of this scene later on, it seems kind of awkward, but then also it shows... The way I look at it, I see what you're saying. Um, I, I kind of agree with her. I think part of it is probably, you know, she she probably finally got that motivation once the brother died to kind of like, let's overthrow Fedra. Let's get all the collaborators. Right. Right. So to do that, you don't do it like um, half pregnant. You got to do it all in like one fell swoop because this scene is that night when the full overthrowing is happening. No, right? I get that. I get that. So I, I, I'm assuming there was a period of time where they're, Finding out who right. is all like we confirming that these people because she mentioned in that scene we're gonna have a trial you're all gonna be fine 
guilty. So right. there's really no need for a trial. So that means they've done their research. They know these people are all collaborators. Right. Um, Henry's the one that gave up my brother. So that probably that day when everybody's like, we're going to overthrow Fedra at dawn, X amount of soldiers go to each of these people's houses, pull right. them. You know, they couldn't get um, Henry for whatever reason. And that's probably why she's so pissed off. Where is Henry? Because they didn't get him that first time. But right. there's definitely probably a lead up of, of planning beforehand right. to to have this, to do an uprising. There's a lot of coordinating. To, no, to, I, to, get to, to, I get that. I get that. Okay, yeah. I get, or guess what I'm trying to say is, is when we were talking about like the fireflies and what yeah. their main mission was, which was they want... You democracy. Know, democracy. They want to, you know, be able to elect their leaders and yeah. whatever the case was, maybe not such a harsh rule for people that, you know, go out or whatever. That is not the case here. This no. is a pure vengeance yes. from the very beginning. Yeah. This isn't like, oh, oh, we did this uprising because we didn't believe in what these people were doing or how they were like holding together our society. We're going to kill everybody. And I want to start with Henry and all these collaborators, right? Yeah. Well, obviously, she, they already killed all of Fedra. So I guess yeah. they didn't start this. They killed Fedra. They, grow, they get all the collaborators because she she really wants Henry. Out of everybody, that's who she wants yeah. is Henry. That's what so it kinda, it's kind of like, how did you not get to him maybe beforehand? Yeah, like a vengeance piece, like individually, like catch him right, right. On, and, on, and just do vengeance on her own. But she maybe looked at it as a bigger picture. Like maybe she's, you know, using Perry and those, the rest of the military guys and say, hey, I want Henry. I could go get Henry. He, there he is across the street. But... Let's do a greater good and overthrow Fedra and get Henry. That's she doesn't, two birds, seem, she doesn't seem like that kind of person. Nah, I know. And she doesn't. I'll, but I'm just, I'm just, the reason why I'm talking about all this, because when I talk about like how much time is, 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 uh, passed when I pull this other scene when I show you, it's going to make you kind of think, well, yeah, it seems like it's been a while, but we'll, we'll get it back into that. All right. So here's our next scene. And I'm, I love this scene. This is when Henry actually, very short, but he, he describes what happened in Kansas City. Yeah. And this is kind of for Max for you, because I loved your point on why they went all brutal. Oh. And this kind yeah. of like, you know, backs that up. Yeah. Welcome to Killer City. No, Fedra. Not as of 10 days ago, no. You always heard Casey of Fedra was... Monsters? Savages? Yeah, you heard right. Raped and tortured and murdered people for 20 years. Hey, you know what happens when you do that to people? The moment they get a chance, they do it right back to you. Yep, right back to you. That's what we talked about on, on Sunday. Yeah. Revolutions, uprisings are as brutal as who was doing, you know, the who was who was who was in power. Right. You know, if 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 it was if the person in power is a little more, you know respectable or nice obviously it probably wouldn't be a fair. uprising i guess fair fair yeah fair there wouldn't be an uprising or it'll be a little bit more diplomacy but when you're brutal to get to the point where you have your everyday person who has no military training willing to take up arms and do the stuff that we saw in that opening scene you had to have been extremely brutal like um you know you could think of any slave uprising um in in the u.s or in the caribbean you know i i, I I'm, I'm Haitian, so, you know, 1804, that uprising, you know, of the slaves, first independent black nation in the Western Hemisphere, right. that uprising was brutal. Like, if you go and look in history, you know, what they did to, to the French to get them out, 
you know, a lot of decapitations, a lot of rough things, but because that's what they were doing to the slaves. And, you know, that anger you can think of, you know, from, you know, in that scene, you saw soccer moms going crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you could think of the the anger and the hate that they had for these federal people who had families themselves right. as well. I mean, they're burning people and it's cheering and it's just, it's just extremely violent. So Kansas City was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, because the only thing that we saw so far was what happened in Boston. And what we speculated yeah. in Boston, why people were re- being hung and yeah. stuff was because they were, you know, going maybe outside the walls when they weren't supposed to, bringing back in the virus, or like the potential for bringing yeah. back in the virus, um, sneaking in, those kind of things. But we never got any word, at least I don't remember anything as far as that extra brutal thing, because he mentioned yeah. he mentions like rape and stuff, rape, right? yeah. I don't think that was a, anything going on over in it, like, it, the Boston part. So they're already hanging people over there for the other stuff. Yeah. So you already see an uprising happening just because of that. So yeah. then, you know, That now, rape stuff is the abuse of power. Oh, absolutely, yeah, You know, sure. some of those soldiers probably like, hey, we're Fedra. We are the end-all, be-all judge, jury, executioner. So, hey, I want to I want to get a little action. I'm going to get a little action. You know, I want to take your provisions because, you know, they're, they're obviously— like, they're, what are you going to do about what it? What are you going to do? Exactly. Right. What are you going to do? Who are you going to tell? Who are you going to complain to, right? right. So uh, I'm sure Kansas City wasn't the only one in this universe, in this show, um, but people will take advantage of, of their power. Yeah. In any setting. So, yeah. So it just... It's rough. It's the apocalypse. You can see why all the people... I mean, we are. We know why Kathleen is going crazy right now as yeah. far as her vengeance for Henry. But it shows why everybody else was on board as far as, yeah. you know, let's kill everybody brutally, you know, drag them down the street, whatever the case is. Because we've, I guess, been tortured for X amount of years yeah. and finally enough was enough. Yeah, it's been enough enough. All right. So... Let's move on to our next scene. So this is um, this scene is when Henry tells Joel why Kathleen is after him. Yeah. All right. So let's listen to this. The Great Hunt. You know, I wasn't uh, exactly telling you the truth before about me not killing someone. There was a man, a great man. You know, he's never afraid. Never selfish. And he's always forgiving. Have you ever met someone like that? The kind of man you'd follow anywhere. I mean, I wanted to. I would have. Yeah, but uh Sam, he uh he got sick. Leukemia. Um, there was one drug that worked, and, whoa, big shock. There wasn't much left of it, and it belonged to Fedra. And if I wanted some, I was gonna take something big. So I gave him something big. That one great man. The leader of the resistance movement in Kansas City. brother yeah so this what i brought or so in the beginning of the podcast this episode i talked about the time yeah in between this uprising the up uh, the uprising when henry i guess turned in kathleen's brother 
So he talks about the reason why he turned in Kathleen's brother was because he needed the drug for leukemia. Yeah. So his brother looks pretty healthy right now. Yeah, looks pretty good shape. Looks like he's in good shape. So I'm assuming that he got really sick and that's how they discovered that he had leukemia. Mm -hmm. So he had to get this drug in order to feel better. So it's not like he... I, I feel like it's not like he just turned in Kathleen's brother two weeks ago and then the uprising happened a week later and he's been on the hunt for Henry for a while. It seems like that had happened... A, way, a ways back, wouldn't you think? Yeah, and here, 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 here's a little twist. Sam's sick. The doctor is Elsie, who is a hidden contributor. Uh, uh, what, is, what do you call it? What is that contributor? Uh, uh, he's, a, he's an informant. He's a, a snitch. A collaborator. A collaborator. I want to use the term they're using. Me, I, it's from where I'm from, he's a snitch, right? He's snitching. Right. So do you think Edelstein convinced um, Henry, hey, you want this medicine. Your brother's dying. Ooh. Fedra has it. Fedra can give it to you, but you got to give them the leader of the resistance. Does this snitch Edelstein, because look, they're, they they have a good relationship. They're hiding together out in this episode, right? The right, them, right, right. Did he, and because he convinced Henry to, to snitch, he feels kind of like entitled to helping these guys. Because now that Kathleen is hunting all the con- con- collaborators, like maybe that's why he's helping them. Do you think he's the one that led him down the path to, hey, you want this drug? I know how you can get it. You oh, I would give think them, absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm just putting those things together, right, For in terms of the show. Something they won't show you on camera, but. Right. I'm curious could, what this miracle drug actually is to <laughs> fight leukemia 20 years later. After, like, because when. Yeah, it's 2003 when 2003 everything when, shut down. Yeah. 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 So twenty years later, that's a, that's a definitely a good point. But yeah, it it it, it must have been, you know, it, it, how it, long does it take? To I, I don't know. We probably should have looked that up before I started going down this path. I didn't really think about it until earlier today. Yeah. But it seems like it, it a decent amount of time had passed since yeah. Henry had been turned in. Now he could have turned Henry in, and Henry was just locked up for a long time, being beaten and stuff. Because she doesn't, or we never find out. Michael, you mean? I'm sorry, Henry. Michael. Uh, the brother, I'm sorry. Yeah, because um, she does mention visiting him. Yeah, and so, saying the last time I visited him, so he found he knows it was Henry, and said, uh, I'm sure he knows it was Henry. But she she does visit him, and she asks him for forgiveness. So it, it probably was a little while. You're jumping scenes, man. We haven't even got to that scene yet. No, but, but you I, know what you're saying. Up. I know what you're you know, saying. I know what you're saying. Here you go. Up. Let's 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 ultimate conspiracy. Ready? Go ahead. We're just gonna do this really fast because I'm. That's what this episode's now, now for. The, now the wheels are turning. Sam's not actually that sick. So think about it. Edelstein has already been collaborating with, Ooh. with uh, you know. Oh, man. He's a scumbag if he does so, this. I know where you're going. So maybe he's just like a normal, you know, he just checks up on the kids ever so often. And he gives us, you know, here's some vitamins, pills yeah. or whatever. Placebo. He gets them feeling a little sick. <laughs> he comes in. Oh, let's do some tests. Oh, I found out that your your brother has leukemia. Here's these magical pills that I got from Jack and the Beanstalk. Ooh. I can save him, but I can't give them to you right now because they're watching me. We have to give him something. So if you go and turn in Michael, Michael I can get you these drugs. Oof. Uh. And then here's your ma- magical drugs, which is really do does nothing. You just ended up getting better because whatever I was giving you prior to that. I was saying, there's a lot of ways they could have went with that. <laughs> they could have. That would have been. But now, but since... 
the plan backfired maybe because they were thinking, oh, if we take out the leader of the resistance, the yeah. resistance will fall. fall. Well, it turns out now we just gave them a reason to really fight. Yes. And Edelstein's like, oh, crap, I lost my safe zone. So, <laughs> Henry, you're on the run now, too. Yeah. Maybe we should team up here because yeah. <laughs> I, I need someone to help me hide. But Edelstein's definitely has his, his hands are dirty in this. I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah I do think so. Connected. It's too close. Yeah. He's the doctor. He's the puppet master. Yeah. He, it makes sense. And he it was totally the best. Sense. He was the best snitch because not even Kathleen had her him on her list when they went to yeah. round up everybody. Yeah. Wow. So I I could see that. Yeah. I just pulled that up when you were when we were you know when you were talking. Did about we that. did we look did that. you look up um, how long they think or did the showrunners come out and say how long time had passed since uh, Michael had been imprisoned? No. Or no, died. I didn't even look that up, but they didn't mention that in anything I saw. Um, I mean, I, they 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 obviously held him. Probably they probably wouldn't have executed a leader that quick because even though they know he's the leader, but they probably want to get all the information about the resistance. Who's his number two? Where are they camp? Where are they hiding at? Where's their weapon cache? Where's you know? How are they doing this? So you, you're taking out the, the the leader, but you want to know the whole operation so you can really go to town and probably and he probably is sitting in jail. Could have been a, it could have been a while if he doesn't want to inform them on who his lieutenants and who else is involved in, in there. Right. You know, because right. he was because if they knew it was or maybe they didn't know it was Michael. Maybe Henry was like, I know the leader, the you know, the dark leader. His name is really Michael, whatever. He lives over there on Bleecker Street. <laughs> Bleecker Street. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously. Like, so um, it could have been a while. In my opinion, it could have been a while. Yeah, I, I don't think it was a quick, you know, arrest and then hang the next day. Right. He was jailed. There a lot of questioning, a lot, probably a lot of torture. Because Kathleen mentioned when the, when they were in the last episode in the container with with the doctor, it's like they where my brother was beaten. So they were beating him for information. Right. So yeah, yeah. he probably was held in there for a little while, and then once they ex exhausted, like okay. We can't beat this guy anymore. He's not giving us any information. Now we 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 um we execute him, and and all while this is all going around on, Kathleen is taking up uh, uh you know taking on the mantle of the leader and yeah. creating this the real revolution, right? The real uprising. What are you looking up over there? I'm looking. I'm looking to see if anyone's got a theory on how long uh her brother was in prison for. Oh, I'm sure it'll, we'll, 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 it'll dig it up. In, in I found Twitter. a fan Wikipedia. Um, uh, based on their, their thinking. Well, I, I'm saying, from my logic, I'm saying it, it's a little while. If anybody else finds it and you're listening yeah, to this episode, out, send us a message because yeah. I'm curious if they've actually hit, uh, they, if they touched upon that. Yeah, to give us more of a timeline on how long Kathleen has been stewing on killing Henry. I'm saying it's it's a little while. I'm telling you, because if you're going to beat for questioning, you're going to probably starvation. You're going to do, you know, sentry deprivation, all kinds of right. tactics to get your information. And he's not giving the, the information and he has enough time to think about, you know, contemplate and convince, try to convince her, like, don't be revenge. The next scene we're going to play, it's still I think it's a little while, not like years, but maybe but a do you think of weeks, do you think Michael months. died? Right before the revolution, right before they took over. Yeah, I would. I would say so he was. He was in prison for a long time. Yep. And then he finally died, and that's when everybody went. All right, let's go take Fedra. Yeah, I think they. It, there was a, probably a buildup, right? 
And then once they finally killed, that's when it was like, okay, that the that's the last straw. Everybody now has the nerve. They got their beer muscles okay. to let's do this. And right. they said, here's the date, dawn. We're gonna do, you know, because you're gonna plan out I think, the property, you know, what? you know, with Perry's military help. Perry, you know, plan out a, yeah. a coup. That that I think it's the saw. same day. If you think about it, if it, what would make oh right there, what would okay. make sense or then or the no next planning, day. just raw, just you know, unorganized. Maybe maybe it they had to be a little organized. They they wrestled up all those people. Well, what I'm saying is maybe they were already organized. This is mm-hmm. this is why I think Henry lasted as long as he did. Mm-hmm. She maybe agreed to her brother not to kill Henry, and yeah. so she doesn't want to kill Henry while her brother's still alive. Gotcha. Okay, but everything else is in motion as far as taking over for Fedra, mm-hmm. right? So or maybe. The brother dies, yeah, and then the next day or that day that is day when they the execute their plan, yeah. And I like then, that. And then Henry's already on the run, yeah, because he sees all this stuff happening. It could have been the same day. I, you know why? But I then, like but your then theory. I, but then maybe if, if it was the same day, they maybe would have mentioned it, or you would have maybe she had a scene where she's over the body, or because she's like, because she's not, she doesn't even know if this is the same cell that maybe her brother died in. She's like, it could have yeah. been a cell. It was a cell like this? It was or, a cell like this or something like or that, she, she was saying. Or she wasn't she, sure? No, she just said it was a cell like this, not this, but it was right. like this. Right, okay, yeah. No, it. I could see your theory of it being that same day because you could see it like they, they, they hang him and everybody's, it's like now it's, the uprising is like raw and, you know, on the spur of the moment, it's like, oh, the, collaborator, collaborator, collaborator. Start ra- grabbing them up right now, and none of like them, right in the scene, right, right in that, the moment, and none of them that are actually imprisoned while she's talking to him. No one's saying like, "I wasn't a collaborator." Oh, they knew what they were. They doing. were just like, "Yeah, you got us." Yeah, some of them were beaten. You could you could yeah. tell they had some bruises, yeah. and they were just yeah. But interesting, right? Well, since we're talking about this, let's go to uh, the conversation that Kathleen has with Perry mm-hmm. in her childhood bedroom. Yeah, let's, let's listen. He would be horrified by the things I've done and if you've come to tell me that Michael wouldn't want me to hurt Henry that he would want me to forgive I know that too he told me the last time I saw him alive in jail he told me to forgive What did he get for that? Where is the justice in that? What is the point of that? Your brother was a great man. We all loved him. But he didn't change anything. You did. That's deep. That is. I mean... I think we've talked about it before. The Michael sounds like he was m- maybe more diplomatic, or maybe I don't know if he was to say he was negotiating with Fedra. Yeah, but maybe he was more of um. They said like more like Martin Luther King. Yeah, yeah. May- maybe more. Yeah, more like Martin Luther King, n- not physical violence, right? Right. And also, um, I think maybe he was more of um. um I don't want to say like a preacher, but maybe, you know, handing out pamphlets, saying, calling out Fedra for what they're doing wrong and getting people like, yeah, we need to, we need to do something. We need to do something, but never physically do it until Kathleen came around and said, you know, 
and 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 his and Michael's death probably spurred the action yeah. part of the words because it sounds like Michael was 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 great at talking because um, Henry says a kind of guy you would basically run through a wall for right that yeah. means you know he's probably giving great speeches yep. in someone's basement or or whatever and Very, getting people it, yeah. like really inspirational in, inspirational right but they're not going to go and physically do anything that's what it sounds like right they probably would if he asked them to but maybe yes. that, that was just like his thing was like that was his you know felt that that was the best way for change with yeah. less violence because they already had violence in their end which yeah. in a way his death probably ignited the revolution that yeah. Kathleen took the, uh, took charge of the rings of yeah yeah I, I I I totally agree and he he's I don't want to call him soft but he seems like a, a, a the way they describe him is like a great man he's a caring guy he's gonna forgive right. so I I don't know if if the revolution that we saw in the beginning where what they were doing they mentioned he wouldn't sign up for that he probably thought that probably would happen and because right. of that he doesn't have. He doesn't have the nerves or you want to call it balls, whatever you want to call it. He yeah. didn't have it in him. He didn't have the dog in him to like release Maybe. the the revolution the way it should have been or would have been released, yeah. i say. Yeah. This, like, you know, it, I, I want a spinoff show. I really do. Because <laughs> I want to know what happened. In Kansas so City, I have right? the name of the show. It's called uh, QC in the KC. <laughs> QC in the KC. QC in the KC. And it's just, and it could be like a four, five part miniseries. Yeah. Um and like four part and then each part is like five years. Okay. So you got the first five years in part one. Yeah. Or like episode one, next five years, episode two. So you can see the corruption of Fedra in in uh, Kansas City, and then yeah. you can see like the rise of you know Kathleen's brother, and then Kathleen, and then you can see like yeah the stuff that Henry does, and like all the people like why they're turning on Fedra because they want apples and medicine <laughs> stuff like that. I mean. I'd watch that show because that, you already cool. know you already know what the end's gonna be. It'd be like Star Wars Rogue One. Like you know everyone's gonna you know yeah. that people are di- they're all dying because yeah. they're not in anything else. They have to die. You know they're all gonna die, but let's see how we got to that point. And if 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 it's on HBO and they make it like the Lannisters in Game of Thrones, where you sure. really hate sure. the people who are in power, yeah, it, it, it could work. Or the name, the name also <laughs> QC and KC. QC and the KC. <laughs> it sounds like a, a, a like a nineteen sixties seventies R and B band. That's the backing know? music. That's like that rival the Temptations right, or something. Right, <laughs> that's, right? that's the soundtrack that's throughout the, soundtrack. the whole show. <laughs> no, no, actually, the concept is is pretty because I would have loved to have seen how you know we kind of have an idea it was bad from the beginning scene but it would have been yeah. cool to see that it would have yeah. and it, it'd be like the ultimate soft open for the show you know like yeah. we love we i love the idea of starting out giving me a flashback even though we did get a flashback but it was only 10 days 10 days yeah. i want to see the development of this because it's a huge to get from that point to the revolution and to having such vengeance for a a kid really yeah Henry's, how old do you think henry is like yeah, early 20s early 20s or yeah right and, yeah and, and uh, have that much hatred for him yeah even though even though you know that he what he the reason why he did that was because his brother was gonna die unless he got medicine yeah and if you think about it even deeper it's like it's a kid raising a kid he doesn't mention anything about their parents right. in the show right and right. it's like if he's in his early 20s it's a kid it's right you know he, his parents probably made it out for, for them to be able to have sam but between sam how old does sam look like he's like seven eight 
Not e- I mean, yeah, he's Maybe definitely under ten. I think he's definitely under ten. Under ten. Yeah. So that means their parents well, passed the game, away. In the game, I think he might be the same age as Ellie because Ellie in the game I think is thirteen or fourteen years old. Okay. Maybe yeah. twelve, but yeah. they're, they're very close. Uh, they're very close in age. So Maybe that a little means... bit younger because he still wants like toys and stuff, and she steals yeah. a toy in the game and. Yeah. yeah, but in the show, so if he's that young, that means the parents made it out of the initial wave and and passed away at some point sure. um, under Fedra's um, right watch, and that maybe is why Henry probably was joining the 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 resistance right. and being so close to Michael. You know, there's so, a lot of backstories that you could have had to to fill in. So think about this. All right, so we already we already touched on how. Uh, it's possible that the doctor kind of manipulated the situation in order to kill uh, Michael, right? <laughs> yeah. The brother. So what Deep if this? Conspiracy. Let's go even farther than this. <laughs> so Henry knows that he needs this medication, right? Mm-hmm. And Michael's in charge of the resistance movement yeah. or, you know, what the uprising, whatever we're calling right now, because it's very still, it's a soft open, I mm-hmm. guess what we could say, because no violence is happening because it's against this thing. So he goes to Michael and says, hey, Michael, I need this drug for my brother. Mm-hmm. right we need to go get this drug like because we have the numbers we can break in we can get it and michael says no the best way to do this is that you know diplomatically yeah. still you know use our words not huh. violence so maybe that's the turning point so then henry goes back to the doctor mm-hmm. and says okay let's I'll, do this i'll give him to you you could have really made what was that movie that came out on um, it came out on hbo max during the pandemic it was the wonder uh, woman not Wonder Woman. It was Judas and the Black Messiah. It was the the I Fred Hampton that. story, right? Fred Hampton was um, a, a, a a rising member in the Illinois chapter of the Black Panthers, and the FBI had an informant um, that they used that to get into his organization and basically led to his assassination. So um, the snitch was um, played by one a great actor. What, what's that guy? Um, Lakeith Stanfield. Who's that? Um, uh, he's been in. He's been in. Um, he was in. Um, the the Knives Out. Remember Knives Out? With, yeah. Um, he was one of the. He was a black detective in Knives Out. Skinny guy. Um, let me think. What else is he in? Um, <laughs> that uh, you saw that? Did you just watch the the the, the harder they fall on HBO on Netflix? The cowboy movie with Idris Alba. He was in that. No, and, it's on. That's on my list. Let me, let, I let haven't me pull seen up a picture though. of him. That that guy. You seen him? He's in a lot of different things. He's a, he's a really good actor. Okay. Anyway, but he played the snitch Bill O'Neill, and it was um you know seeing you know how the FBI recruited him and how he he found his way to get. It, next to you know fred hampton and end up being leading to the betrayal he's one of the biggest betrayals and snitches right kind of thing and henry is playing a similar role in that so maybe it would have been a great story if right. you see that part of it yeah because yeah, because it, it's it's interesting to see somebody betray somebody who you obviously care, admire yeah, right and, and care about and that's why they called it judas and the black messiah because judas betrayed jesus so it's it's very okay i get it okay yeah yeah. so uh, henry basically betrayed kansas city's jesus and michael so there's a lot of correlations with all of this at least in our speculation it is in our speculation in our in our 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 hbo pitch what's that term uh tinfoil conspiracy hats (laughs) you know you know next thing we're going to talk about is the earth is flat and stuff 
It is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is. And there's a big hole in Antarctica that goes into oh, a, a lost civilization, right? Speaking of a big hole. So <laughs> hold on. So before the, let's, that's our good segue to our next scene. <laughs> there you go. So speaking of the big hole, so before the hole opens up and all of the infected and the yeah. uh, um, bloater the pop out, uh, the conversation between Henry and Kathleen, I pulled that. Oh, I want to listen yeah. to this really that's fast. A good, that's listen a good one. I'll come out. Just let the kids go. No. Sorry. The girl is with the man who killed Brian and Sam. Well, Sam's with you. You don't understand. But I do. I know why you did what you did. But did you ever stop to think that maybe he was supposed to die? He's just a fucking kid. Well, kids die, Henry. They die all the time. You think the whole world revolves around him? That he's worth everything? Well, this is what happens when you fuck with fate. That's funny, though, because she says, did you ever think that he was supposed to die? Mm -hmm. Well, going back to our theory, does Kathleen ever think that maybe her brother was, was supposed, supposed to, to die in to order for the revolution to actually that's happen? That's an excellent point, bro. That's 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 real right there. Yeah, because she's both of them are coming from a point of view of they love their brothers and they're they're not thinking of they're 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 really looking at just that. Her love for her brother makes it that line that she says, like what you just said, is like, yeah, my brother. Maybe your brother was supposed to die for this revolution to happen. Oh, I wish. I, I mean, and, and kind of wish Henry would have said that. And, yeah. and, and yeah, and and then and all same thing all, with Henry. And then all of her people behind goes, "Well, yeah, we weren't doing anything until he died." Yeah, <laughs> no, but if our theory is true, uh, I, I like that theory. The other thing I, I I pulled from this is you know before anything serious, Kathleen. I don't want to hear any other backstory was a kindergarten teacher. I mean, the way she, you know, <laughs> she's delivering th this really cold and harsh, like she's about to kill kids. And she mentioned in the bedroom with Perry, her brother would be mortified by the stuff she's done. You know, right. I'm sure she's done a lot worse than what we saw in the show. Uh, if you do a full backstory kind of thing, because the way the way her mind is right now and just singular on vengeance, she's killing kids. She doesn't care. You know, she's, she's gone punishing. Full, she's gone full Anakin. Yeah, she yeah she wants to punish Ellie for Joel killing. You know, Brian and whatever the other I guy's name was. I still want there ben, to be. So, how do you think she is? Um, Kathleen, Kathleen. mid-40s, yeah. late-40s? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so pandemic happened. She's in her mid-20s, right? Mm -hmm. So she's maybe she's finishing world. up college or something. Maybe she's, you know, yeah. something. I, I've, Maybe it's because we see that sweet rose in her from yeah. the uh, from uh, Two and, two and, and, half and half Men. men. And then also, like, her herself, as a per like, as a person, she always kind of seemed, like, you know, whenever they did an interview with her and stuff like that, she always kind of seems like a sweet person. So maybe we just always envisioned her like it's a easy. soccer mom. It's she easy. looks like it, a soccer mom it, talking really sweet, ready to kill people. Yeah. But obviously she's never had any kids because I think that would probably come up maybe yes. in a conversation. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I don't know. What do you think she was? Maybe, maybe ooh, you want to get, let's get crazy here for a second. Ooh. Maybe, so stupid. Uh, maybe Frank. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay. no, no, uh, no, uh, Frank and, uh. Bill? Yeah, maybe Bill. Bill was a cook at a restaurant, and she was like the hostess. 
I'm telling you, kindergarten teacher. She is, she is like, she's a teacher, or or, I don't know, because the way her her delivery is, like, it's like she's talking to a child. Yeah, I, 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 I I mean, you know, I, I, I see her like, she ran Kansas City's daycare or something, and, and now she's full, full on psycho vengeance, uh, you know. No, I agree. It's it, it it's 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 very interesting that they both were looking at it from that point of view. Like their brothers are everything, and I, I like the line she says where she's like, "Do you think he deserves pretty much everything? Right? Like right. anything, a- anything goes to keep Sam alive." Right. My other thing is with Kathleen, I I give her credit for you know really inspiring change, like tangible change in Kansas City in terms of getting Fedra out. But I give her a huge zero F, F minus minus for what happened after. This is like 11 days, 12 days later. And in terms of setting up any kind of structure outside of securing the perimeter, they haven't done anything. It, it doesn't look like it's it's her vengeance, her blind vengeance. It's her hatred, yeah. Yeah, has led to poor leadership. And then Perry, who, you know, I, I don't want to offend anybody in the military, half my family's in the military, right? That soldier blind loyalty and, you know, following orders Absolutely. is horrible. Yeah. Like, like the fact that she, even in that bedroom, she's like, I, we're with you to hunt Henry down. Forget everything else. When they see the ground bulging in that apartment, in that house, right. like, she, he's just going to go along with it. At that, and it, that's why he gets his head ripped off. Yeah. At some point, some delegation should have been done right there. Where it's just like, look, I still need to find Henry, but... I understand that the floor is pulsating <laughs> yeah. right now with most likely a bunch of infected down there. So maybe have some guard guard guys down here or something. Just lock or the door. Maybe we should now that we've, I guess, cut our masses, our numbers down. Because they, yeah. I mean, it's not, I guarantee you in that revolution, it's not only Fedra that died. It's not only that the snitches that are died. I guarantee you some of their people died as well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it might be time now that you see that the floor is pulsating and you know I'm assuming that Henry's not the only one that heard the stories that the infected got pushed underground. Yes. So she know they know that there's a bunch of infected down, down there. there. Maybe we should caravan somewhere else. Maybe we should, you know, put a blockade heat thing here. Maybe yeah. we should start building some bombs and throw them down there. Something else instead of trying to get this one kid or have everybody else do that and I can take five people and go find you know, something should have happened there yeah. for sure. That's that's definitely bad and leadership. I, I don't expect them to build a utopia in 10, 10, 11, 12 days. But it, it seems like they were just really just hunting Henry down, like, that whole time. Like, I mean, yeah, that's what they, they were doing. It, like, even when they were looking out the window, they were, it was just like they were on patrol, just like a Fedra would do, looking, looking they, for they, the They were the new Fedra, and, yeah. They they were the new Fedra. They it, they ousted them, and it was obviously short lived because her poor leadership led to, you know, Perry dying. All of Kansas City is pretty much shot. Most now. likely, yeah. That's it's a done. lot. That's a lot of infected that's really people bad came out. Leadership. Yeah, really bad leadership. And it serves her right to getting mauled by that kid. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to kill kids, so a kid a kid uh, uh, infected, you know. Just, just MMA her. It was like, like nonstop. She deserved what she got. So speaking of kids, yeah. really fast. So I think I got a message in here from Melissa nine one six. So she pointed out that. Let me just look at this thing really fast so I don't say it wrong. 
you had mentioned in the last episode that Joel was contemplating when he saw the bridge to yeah. kind of bail on the kids. I'm assuming, really, yeah, even right? more, I'm including Henry in the in the kids part because Joel's what fifty six yeah. or something. Just looked at it. Yeah, so maybe I should run. Melissa said that she kind of, she thought that Joel was looking at the bridge, thinking um, uh, that that the kid didn't lie to him. That no, the bridge is there. That that's where that's where they could get away. Like they could have gotten away that easily. She saw it as that, not that Joel was contemplating. Ditching Ellie, I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of a weird place to all of a sudden now decide to ditch Ellie. He could have ditched Ellie. Well, there's drama behind him. There's a ton of drama now. Like one man versus that army. I'm with Melissa on this. I don't think that he was. But when Henry brought him around and he was bragging about, see, like why would he not have believed him? He got him through the tunnels. The tunnels was one. Boom. That's true. Then he they the the town that was like right there. Right. And then Henry starts really pumping his chest, like, see, I told you, once we get past this house, this street right here, if it's anything, the bridge. If anything, maybe he was contemplating to going back and getting the other three and just and then just going going across the bridge. Instead of, I mean, think about it. Did he really have to go and kill the sniper guy? Because obviously the sniper wasn't shooting very well. You couldn't aim worth a shit. I don't know. You could have went I back and got know. the other three yeah, and probably could, made it across right, the yeah, bridge and everybody survives. I, I think he 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 had a he had a normal human like it's fight or flight in and in, in these kind of situations. That was his flight. He chose to fight. Okay. That's any that's I think <laughs> okay. it, that's a natural human reaction. Like there is salvation right there. There's a sniper. He didn't even know the other people were coming. He just knows about the sniper at this point, right? So right. it's like it's like which is another reason why like, I just go over the bridge. They should he should have just taken them all and be like, yeah. this guy sucks. Let's just yeah. we could probably crawl away and he'll miss totally, us, right? right? But but I think he gets there and it's just he notices the bridge. It's natural fight or flight. Oh look, sniper there, bridge there. Let let me go take care. Let me let me go take care of the sniper. That's how I interpret it. I because I, I, I don't see him like oh, he doesn't need to give Henry any more credit because Henry's been right all the way down. You know, from from the very beginning. All right, but that's a that's a good interpretation. I still think he should have went back. I yeah, it's he shouldn't been, have left them. He they all should have went. The guy, what what did we say? He was like ten yards away on yeah, that first it was, shot. It was far away. It think was about far it. Away. The first shot. If you're anyway halfway decent as a sniper, you're killing one of them because they have no idea that they're a not shot. even moving. They're walking. Yeah, they're literally walking and towards, they're you. towards you. Yeah, yeah. Right? And he missed them by like ten yards. Yeah, that's Horrible your first sniper. clue. Like this guy can't aim. Let's just let's walk just around. walk around him. Yeah, it'll be totally fine. No one else is coming. No one else. No no one knows we're here. They would have been the smart move. It's good that they did what he did what he did because if they had just walked around, the guy already had called Kathleen. Sure. Kathleen was so went over the freaking bridge and left Kansas City to get them. Like her vengeance would have crossed borders. She's not saying, Oh, let's not go hunt them down in whatever woods or whatever is past that bridge. Right. You know, they would have she would have gotten them wherever they went. So in the game So vengeance in the game um with it when they're in pittsburgh yeah they do end up at at a bridge mm-hmm. while they're being chased yep. by um it might actually i'm trying to remember where i know that there's so being chased by the militia people mm-hmm. that are actually in pittsburgh yeah but it might also been infected as well or maybe it, it might have just been infected at the time no it mm-hmm. was still the guys i think yeah. anyways at a point Joel and Ellie jump off the bridge they jump off of a bridge and mm-hmm. then they go downstream and then that's where yeah uh, Sam and um, 
Henry. And Henry, they they find them and pull them uh pull yeah. them ashore. So if you're thinking about like if you stayed true to the game in that, even though it was you know, whatever, they could have just jumped off the bridge and went down <laughs> the river. The, the Kansas City River still went after them. Because eh, she, she's such that a vengeance. She's such still? a hell bent. She was school not, teacher. She yeah, she was not gonna. <laughs> you're gonna get this grade up. I'm telling you. She right now. wanted to put a bullet in Henry's head more than anything in the world. Right. All right. And sacrificed her life for it. Yeah. 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 Well, she does. Yeah, she sacrificed her life. So you know, there's no more Kansas City. Yeah. And then we're gonna transition all the way to now Joel and Ellie and Henry and Sam. They all think that they're safe. That they, well, not Sam. I wish we were be able to play that dialogue Sam and Ellie have in the motel room. I mean, I could play. But, it. You could just read. You can read off of it. I'll read off of it. Oh, you want to play? You no, wanna, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. You know, but it's it's very powerful, and you know they're doing it all in the es- et- oh, I had said it right earlier. Etch a sketch. Etch a sketch. You know, and um, that it was a nice. It was good dialogue. It was, you know, um, even though it was written, yeah, um, it it was pretty solid in my opinion. Yeah, well, it's like once again we're, we'll talk about differences in the game, which I think I hit on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that Ellie doesn't know that Sam's infected mm-hmm. during that entire like because there is a yeah, point, there is the a game. point where they're in the when they're in the same room together and mm-hmm. they're having a conversation and uh, Sam's kind of asking asking her if she thinks um that there's any of the the old people still in the infected like yes. is there a soul still in there and stuff like that and ellie kind of just says no once you're gone you're gone kind of thing and then she just leaves the room okay you have a good night and then you know they go their separate ways and then in the show she, uh you know obviously sam tells her sam shows her the bite in the leg mm-hmm. and then she makes the choice to cut herself and put her blood onto yeah. onto it thinking that her blood could possibly Heal save him, him. Mm-hmm. and I still think that that could have been an interesting path they took, right? Yeah, if they would have went that path, because obviously, I mean, not spoilers for anybody for how this actually goes down later on, mm-hmm. but that's you know not really how it works in the game with her, uh, you know, her, um, I guess her immunity, her immunity. Um, so I just thought that you got to see her choice right then and there, like what she would have done, as opposed to you know in the game she didn't know. So in she decides to stay in the room with him mm-hmm. in the show, even though he's he, he could turn or not. She, I mean, her intentions weren't to fall asleep. She's going to stay up all night with him. But she stays in the room. Either that's confidence that her blood is that powerful that it would actually save him, mm-hmm. or it's just her arrogance, or not her, or just her um, naive. No, I think it's more pa- it's more compassion that she doesn't want to leave him alone. While he's transitioning. While he's transitioning. It's funny. If, if he transitions. Because he's scared. Right. He doesn't know. They both don't know what's going to be the outcome. She's hoping and she's assuming that her blood can save him. Right. But, you know, her compassion is like, I'll stay with you no matter right. what. Well, just know? remember Tess and Joel when they mm-hmm. found out that Ellie was infected. Yeah. And Tess going, Joel! Like her first, like their first thoughts were, we got to kill her. We like she falls asleep in front of him. They're sitting there with like he's got his M sixteen. They're staring at her, waiting for her to wake up, and not even letting her get anywhere close Close. to them. Like totally freaked out. Fear, fear. And the only reason why they didn't kill her really was got to get the battery, (laughs) got to get the truck, I get to my brother. That kind of thing. That was their motivation. With her, pure compassion. What Mm -hmm. you're saying, um, you know. And then I still think there's probably a little bit of hope. 
arrogance maybe yeah. like, you know some kind of like you know is my blood that super powerful kind of thing you know it's interesting to look at like you know two characters that have seen they've seen the world go from i guess we could say good before you know the apocalypse and everything Ooh. joel or joel and tess, tess yeah and mm-hmm. they're way of handling that situation so on the edge of their seat going holy shit like yeah. this girl's gonna turn she's gonna, so shook. but her who's been born in that world yeah still choosing to kind of stay in the room with someone like that well she feels bulletproof too and and she's young sure you know, yeah when yeah. you're young you, you you think you're invincible oh man you know <laughs> you don't wake up with knee issues right i got <laughs> back issues now <laughs> no it's my knee man I, I got my sleep number that's you know it's got a it's like inflating on me at night. It's deflating. <laughs> so it's supposed to be at a 90 and then all of a sudden it's at a 40 when I wake up. It's not good. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all good. Uh, let me let me ask you this. Not to go too deep into this because- We're deep, man. It can, it can go into so many ways here. This what I'm going to bring up here. QC in the KC. Co. When, you, when, you, when, when the conversation Sam is having with Ellie about uh, is the per- people in there, forget the science. Do you? How do you view that? when they're infected with the with the fungus and the cardiceps. I've seen my enough of my fair share of zombie apocalyptic TV mm-hmm. shows and mm-hmm. movies. It's kind of been my thing that I've always loved watching those. Yeah. In order for me to actually enjoy those movies, I have to be okay with the fact that the person that was there mm-hmm. is not there anymore. I just huh, have to be. Interesting. See, in The Walking Dead, as soon as you die, you become a zombie. Right. right? This one's different though with the fungus. So you thinking the consciousness could be still in there fighting against because the, the way the the way the fungus Ooh. works is it's just it's manipulating your brain right to the point in in real life it's it could even give you hallucinations. So you're you're technically in there. It, it's it's not to go crazy. You know how some people say when they have a loved one who drinks or takes drugs, they're not themselves. Because the the substance is changing, you know, whether it's their personality or how right. they act and things right. like that. So you can view these fungus similarly, just permanently in, in, in that sense, where, you know, the person is in there. It's just the fungus is dictating everything. Or, well, there's no AA meeting for the fungus. No, definitely so, not. Or, <laughs> do, let me ask you this then. So when someone... Man, this is getting too deep. I told but you. <laughs> when someone is brain dead. Yes. Do you think that they're still there? No. Then that's the way you need to look at it. The fungus have destroyed the the function of the brain. Yeah. The 40% of but whatever we use. It's not now, destroyed. Well, manipulated. It, it's it. manipulated. It's taken over. It's really taken over to a point that they're. But it's not dead. The brain is not dead. Because they're, 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 they're still. The fungus is controlling the body. It's controlling you know their actions sure if, if the brain was dead dead they would just be, lay on the ground and the fungus just spawn off of them i think right? the fungus but, goes in and kills that part of the brain no that it doesn't kill was that person manipulates it moves it mm. so, you know I, I it's very it's a very thing like i don't want to get into the soul side but from the brain side sure you know the the brain is still intact because that's how the fungus no i get you you know yeah yeah that's the body's going to regulate its heat, all everything, right? For right. the fungus to survive, it needs the brain, so it's not killing the brain off, you know. So the, 
is the person technically in there? How do you, you know, it's it's very... In order for me to enjoy the show, <laughs> I'm going to have to say no, the person's not in there. And 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 if, if it was in real life, for you to be able to kill an infected, you have to view it from that point of view as well. That this person is gone. They'll, there's no surgery. There's no AA meetings, like you said, right? Well, even... To get like, them out. Right. But then also at the same at the same time, there is no cure for something like that. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm so, saying. So... Even if someone is actually in there, it's now to the point of survival. It's like you exactly you have no choice. Even if like there's someone in there and they're sitting there banging out the door, it's oh what's that what's that movie? Um, I just saw what's the, the Jordan Peele thing? Um, a sunken place. What was that? Um, Get Out. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You, you're, you're oh, falling. Yeah, I love you're, that you're done. Yeah. You're like you're not. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, a middle aged white guy's taking over your body, but this time it's a fungus. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I just I don't know I I just saw a clip of some movie and it's it's super bizarre. I'll give you the I guess it's kind of be relevant to what we're talking go about. Ahead. We've gone everywhere else. Let's we'll just go over matter. here. Um it's a it's a couple mm-hmm. and the wife gets hit by a car. Yeah. And so her body is not functional anymore but the brain, the consciousness is mm-hmm. still in the brain. Yeah. Talk about severance? It's kind of I mean I don't know it's a, I, I don't even know the name of the movie I just saw the clip okay, of this and this weird doctor comes in and says, "We can take her consciousness out, and mm-hmm. we can put her consciousness in your brain, and you go. You she'll be sharing the space with you. She won't have any control. Oh hell, but no, she'll I'm still not doing be in that. your brain. She, you can hear her speak to you. She'll see every single thing you're doing. She'll have the same sensations. Blah blah blah. Whatever. She'll be in that part of your brain that you're not working or that you're not using. Okay, so he takes her, puts her in the brain, <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's like, she's in there. She's seeing him like look at a girl. She's judging how he." Uh, um, disciplines their kid because she's not he's not there and oh she's not there goodness. anymore. So, but he has a pause button, so he can pause her. And so oh. she's like now her she's like kind of turned off. Yeah, yeah. So he pauses her and then turns her back on like two months later, and she doesn't even know it's been two months. It's like it just it got really weird wow. to like. All right, I've seen enough of this. <laughs> so, but she's sitting there going, "What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing?" Like looking out of his eyes. It's like some, is this some Black Mirror thing? I mean, I don't know. It what sounds it like an episode of Black Mirror. It might have been. I never Listen, seen. Black I love Mirror. my wife, but I'm not doing that, man. It might have been. I'll put her in an Alexa. You know, my wife can go inside an it, Alexa. It, it, the, the clip kind of ends with him putting her into a teddy bear. There you go. See, uh, that that works. <laughs> right, we're going way out of control. <laughs> but yeah, may, I mean, if even if it's to the point where the conscious person's sitting in there going, "What's going?" Blah blah blah. Whatever. I would at least think that the conscious person in there is seeing these things happen. If it got to that point where they could actually see, like, they, they, we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. That would they're, be messed probably, up. Like, hopefully they're still sitting there going, dude, I'm just, I've, I've ripped apart like 20, 30 people right now. I've yeah, seen my share just end this completely. Yeah. It's like but a thanks prison. thanks for putting this in my head. It's a horrible prison though. If you think about it like that, like, right. and you can't check out, you can try to, you know, kill yourself, but the the fungus is not going to let you kill yourself. Like in terms of like mentally, you know how they say right. people give up the the will to live. Sure, even if Padme. you give up your way, <laughs> poor Padme. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Gave up the will. She doesn't have the will to fight. Luke, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with her. She just doesn't have the will to live anymore. There it is. You know, can you imagine that? You're seeing all these people. You're killing your loved ones, and you can't do anything about. And this it. has been deep thoughts with Max Levy. <laughs> Thank you very much for this conversation. Uh, the rest of your day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we've gone deep enough into this show. Well, we've, one more segment. Oh, we have another segment. We have a segment that hopefully will be sponsored soon. Mm-hmm. Our weekly, it's Wednesday, so it's, well, now we're a little behind Wednesday, but our weekly Ellie meter, oh. which is which will be sponsored by, for today, 
Tess and Joel's rat jerky. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Ellie had this was a very solid episode for Ellie's character and Bella right, Ramsey. Right. And this week she's had a lot of um controversy with her pushback with some of the pushback fans have been giving in social media about her, her the character and the path the character is going to take, especially from the people who played the video games and know what's yeah, the outcome. Let, let's give an ultimate let's spoiler alert. No, here. no, no. Are we we're gonna not, talk about we're not, that? Okay. No, we're not. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. So there's a lot there's been a lot of backlash with Bella Ramsey and the character Ellie, and we've talked about it pretty much every week. I ask you this where is Ellie now on your Ellie meter? And she didn't go down. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. I think this is the out of the four episodes. This is the most tolerable she's been for me. Ooh, tolerable. Tolerable. And the, maybe that's even a little harsh. She had her moments where I I enjoyed her deliveries on certain mm-hmm. things, especially at the end with her and Sam. Mm-hmm. Um actually throughout the whole show actually between her and Sam. Yeah. The the scenes that's just them kind of hanging out and her just you're you're seeing that kid side of her, that enjoyment of being around another person cuz yeah. She tries to have the interaction with Joel a couple times that we saw in the previous episode. It's just not there for Joel yet, even though he, like he it's, it's starting like the it's yeah she's starting to chip away at him. But I did enjoy her with Sam a lot. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, Sam's no longer with us, so that means <laughs> that now her interactions have to go back again with dealing with the real world and dealing with Joel. She looked pretty serious at the end. She like, did, let's she, go. She might have looked a little. Uh, serious at the end but it's she's motivated yeah, to really see how she can help people I think. and I don't know if it's it's the actress like or it's the lines it's not the lines or it's the way that she's being told to be de- uh, to deliver it but mm-hmm. I still just have and it sucks because there's a, a comparison to be had there which is my the experience character. playing the video game and experiencing that Ellie version and now having to like it's it's, an, un- it's an unfair comparison to the actress right now on the show yeah. Um, because, you know, I I I think that she was told to deliver it differently. Okay. And whether it's I don't blame her for that. I don't even think I blame the director for it. I in my way, it's probably maybe blaming myself because it's hard for me to separate the versions right now. Yeah. It's getting easier, but having to wait a week to watch another episode and a week to watch another episode. And then what I'm doing is I'm torturing myself because every playing. single time, yeah, every single time there's an episode, I go back and play the game. From that part leading into the end of that episode, so like I've played all the way up to where Sam dot Sam and uh, Henry and Henry die. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at right now in the game. So every single thing that I just saw her do that was tolerable for me, or that was you know somewhat <laughs> likable, enjoyable yeah. as far as her interactions with Sam, I just now witnessed that again with the version that I was already used to that I feel like I like better. So my Ellie meter maybe went up a smidge. But Ooh. it's still not to the point where I think it needs to be absolute for sure for a season two, which okay. when we get into ultimate spoilers, yeah, then it's just it's not there for me yet. So <sighs> I wow. I think that it, I think they would have to make some <laughs> corrections. Like they would have to make we've corrections, I, not corrections. That's a bad word to say. I think because of the choices that they've made through this show, right? Mm-hmm. As far as uh, changing some subplots where gotcha. it's like instead of like we need guns, we gotta get the battery for to get yeah. to my brother. Um, instead of like uh, test dying by um, the militia people, 
Fedra, Fedra. she dies by infected. Yeah. Instead of, you know, Sam and uh like creating a Kathleen, creating a Perry, like all mm-hmm. those things that are not in the game. Yeah. They made those changes because it was better for TV and it was better for the story. The story for ratings, stuff like mm-hmm. blah blah. So but the end result still kind of has to be the same, right? Yeah. That's what we that's we we know it's gonna be the same result for Generally. for the game one. For game two, there's a I think there's a way to have it still have the same end result, but to make a in, to make a drastic change if Ellie is not how Ellie needs to be by season two. If that makes any sense. Uh, and I, I got think you. I got you. They, I right now, if it's good for money, if it's good for business, <laughs> and I think that's. I think they'll make that. I think they will make that choice. I really do. Okay. I mean, I, I, this is one of the reasons why I'm glad I made you. You decided to watch to play the game and not me because I I want to watch the show. I want to play its the its own its own thing. Let me see. And I'm not a, get. I forgot to say, judgment. By I forgot that. to tell you how much I'm torturing myself. Not yeah. only am I playing that, I've actually wanted to play the game so bad. I've actually gone ahead and started playing part two. Oh, you can't even <laughs> wait because the because yeah. the gameplay is so good it's, and it's, the storytelling is so good. It's a perfect game, man. There's no, I know. There's no, I was like, no I can't because I can't go back and replay one after I played a certain section. <laughs> like, oh, I want to keep playing this. So now I'm playing two. Well, well, for me, Ultimate I thought torture. I thought this was her best episode, and she's. I, I, I thought, I, yeah, I thought if 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 if, if in my meter, she took a, a a big leap forward. I love the interaction in the beginning with 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 Joel telling, "Dude, like, say it nicely," kind of thing. Oh yeah, um, that that was good. I like her that. interaction with Sam was really warming, and then the thing that really like throughout we've been questioning her her her, her psycho meter quote unquote right and when she witnesses henry kill himself like she ellie the character and the actress did a great job in terms of more of not of intrigued by it because a psycho would have been like oh look at that she was more like horrified and and shocked Ooh, and, that brings and, up a good thing you know yeah. so that 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 made it made her more human for me right so i i liked i, I liked her more in this episode and and I liked her motivation at the end to kind of the way I'm taking it is she's focused to find a way for her to really help humanity. Can I can Go I ahead. can I jump off that for a second? Go ahead. I know we're still rating her as far as like if we like her or not, which I kind of want to get into a points meter at some point at the end of this. But mm-hmm. you did bring up a good point that she saw, um, you know, Sam and Henry. Henry, mm-hmm. she saw Henry kill Sam, and then she saw Sam um, kill himself. Or no. I'm sorry, Henry kill himself. Yeah. And Reverse so that. she, this is the th- at least as far as we know, because we still don't know what happened and like before when she got infected mm-hmm. and stuff. Obviously, something tragic happened there. But this is the first time I think that we that we've seen her have a relationship with someone that turned yeah. and then saw that person get killed in front of her. Two people really mm-hmm. just that she knew it killed. Like you know, we we had this psychometer that we were kind of thinking about of her as far as like how she yeah. when she saw Joel beating the crap out of the person, like she had to go look at it, like all those little things. I felt that that was corrected a little bit from her experience uh, when they arrived at, at um, Kansas City, when uh, her experience of shooting like the human in the back and stuff, and yeah. the horror that she like that she felt. It wasn't like this whole curiosity she cried of the wall, right? But she there wasn't crying. that curiosity of cutting somebody. It wasn't yeah. that curiosity of beating. There was like this genuine fear, this crying that kind of like opened up maybe the humanity that I didn't see in her for those violent moments. But now that she sees this tragic moment. Does that bumper maybe in the next episode back into the whole little bit of now that I've seen it kind of, okay, now psycho let's kill kind of stuff. Maybe, 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 
but it, it's am i reaching <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is it about reaching for this there's no reaching this is that's what this episode's for is Let, speculation let's sit on that all right so ellie meter if you had to give it zero out of ten for where, me right now where does ellie sit for you Somewhere between um, a five and a six now. Be- Last week, I would have said three and a four. So I, I-, I give her a big kudos for this That's episode. why we do this podcast yeah. together. <laughs> I feel the same way. I don't. Okay. I, mean, it's, yeah. I think that she's around a five or a six. Yeah. She's, she's in the D rating now for as yeah. far as like yeah. in the six, I think. Exactly. Because she has her moments now where yep. like I, f- I would want to hang out with that person. Like she's more, mm. g- like I don't know. I don't know about hanging out, but okay. More, she's more tolerable. I don't okay, know. Okay, tolerable. To, yeah, it's, I, I don't, don't know because I see what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's hard to say it without sounding like a total piece of shit. <laughs> it's all good. All right. All right. So I, th- I anything else you want to like? No, no I'm, right. I'm looking forward. Next so we're both week. at sixes. Yeah, right, five, five, five or six. Episode, maybe a five point five overall episode. I think this is a ten. A ten. This, to me, it's my sure. favorite episode it, it, of the series so far. All the griping that we had, it, it was. And the speculations and all that stuff. I still think it had every single thing in this show. It had yeah. the drama. It had the action for sure. Oh, it yeah. had the special effects. It looked amazing. Um, it it had that love relationships that you saw. Like oh. it wasn't um, uh, a Frank and um, Bill. Like and a, a, yeah, a, a romantic relationship. It wasn't a romantic, but it was brother and sister and brother and brother. Right. Sibling. Love. It was the sibling love, and then yeah. you got to see that you know. That whole tragedy thing happened, so it's not gonna. It's like I said, it's not gonna be an award-winning episode. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe. I mean, I thought ki- it was great. It, the it, kid, I, the kid uh, who played Sam, when it's his, or I know we talked about his name prior, but he did a phenomenal job. I could see him getting nominated for some stuff just for how good and, he delivered. And definitely his more roles. Lamar Johnson played Henry. Um, it's Kevon Woodard. He did a great job yeah. as Sam. Yeah. Um, and. You know, sometimes I know Coda won a best um, movie what last year yeah. for the Academy Awards. Yeah. But sometimes you don't see enough um, deaf actors in, right. in things and and playing roles, and it was nice to see that. So, yeah. but next week's episode, Ken, Tommy's back. Can't yeah. wait for that. And actually, I haven't seen this actress, Retina Wesley. She was in True Blood. You know, um, she. Um, do you ever watch True Blood? I did, man. She talk was, about another show that ended very disappointingly. I hated the ending of that, but let's leave that alone. Tara, she played Tara. I haven't seen oh, her. I liked her. In, yeah, I really. Liked I haven't her. seen her in anything, but so she's going to be in in, in Kid. I, you know, that's you another. Know? Let's talk about another character. People say she's an Arrow, but I don't watch Arrow, so I don't know. Was she an Arrow? She isn't. She was an Arrow. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch that. I don't watch those WB. First, first season of Arrow. It's very Dark Knightish. Yeah, I mean, like, if you like Chris Arrow, Arrow and Dark Flash, Knight, like, it was pretty good. good. But then it got a little. It's a different WB. show. Anyway, it got we'll WB. It, it wasn't for. But it wasn't, she's 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 gonna play a character in that. So I like her. Um, that, definitely looking forward to that. So that, next, talk about Sunday, it. Ken. Hey, let me talk. Let me tell you that was another uh, character that had a very low meter liking for me in the beginning of that show that I grew. Ta- oh, to really, Tara! Yeah. Everybody didn't like her. I really liked her towards the end, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I can say yeah. Her, her last before her spoiler alert, her on time, her untimely demise. She was, she was, she was solid. She died. Yeah. Did she? Yeah. You sure? Pretty sure. I'm picturing her at the end of the table, like 
No, she. she I'll was, take your word for it. I think she was dead. I, like I really the fell season off the, before. I, I really fell off the last. season. I want to say she died like maybe even the season before. Like I don't even think she made it to the last season. Maybe not. She's probably like this show's getting a little ridiculous. I need to jump ship here. Let, 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 uh, you know. You, now you have me looking like I thought. You know, she was. You know, finished. While anyway. Max, while Max is looking, uh, just a reminder: we have another show called uh, "Still Holds Up." We just did. Um, the prequel trilogy for Star Wars. We did it was a two-parter, so check those out if anyone's a Star Wars nerd. I really think there's a lot of content in there that you're gonna like. We're gonna be hitting up the Star Wars. Uh, don't have to be a nerd to enjoy it, bro. I mean, it gets pretty nerdy. You kind of have to. Oh. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, if not, if you want to be, if you want to become a nerd, if you're looking to be in the nerd world, it's I I, I enjoyed that episode. That was probably one of my uh, most fun. Uh, still holds up episodes was those was that two-parter that we did. We're jumping more into the Star Wars world. We're going to be hitting up some Mandalorian uh, shows. And then we have another show we're creating. I don't want to talk about it just yet, but I'm really excited about it. Um, I think Max is as well. It's going to involve a lot of other people. It should be a lot of fun. And we hopefully we'll be sharing that with you maybe next week as far as once we have the actual details for it. But it should be good. And then while Max is still looking up if Tara was in the show it, it, no, the last it, season. I think her last appearance was... I don't know. She probably has a flashback. If she died, yeah, she has a flashback. a flashback. Yeah. She did die, and now I remember there was, I think there was a flashback. Thanks to our Patreon producer, <laughs> Night Rider 169 Thanks for everyone uh, who also messaged us and let us know what we got wrong, what we also, it's what not they caught. Wrong. Just misremembered, remember? Misremembered, you know, what you, what you caught that we didn't catch. We enjoy that kind of stuff. If you have anything else in future episodes that you want to share with us, don't forget to message us at our Twitter handle or our Patreon page, um, yep. which is uh, patreon.com slash uh, Rock Your Brain Media. Media. I know. I there know. I go. got it. Um, yeah. And Thank Tara you, died season one, mm-hmm. epi- season seven, episode one. So right in the season premiere, and I remember it now. Yes. Okay. It was a while ago. Okay. 2014, bro. This is good. This different is good. world. This is good. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Um, yes, we will catch you next time. We out. Music composed by Kyle Torme. Additional bed music composed by Jason Zaffrey. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Last of Us, a Rot Your Brain podcast. Subscribe to The Last of Us podcast feed at rotyourbrainmedia.com slash The Last of Us. Follow us on Twitter at rot underscore your brain and support Rot Your Brain Media and its podcast by being a part of this exciting new and growing community. Visit patreon.com slash rotyourbrainmedia.com.